0: Welcome to the Fired Coaches Podcast with host Marcus Wiegert. Each episode, we take a detailed look into the trials and tribulations that college coaches had to go through in their career, reflecting on what matters most. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and follow us on Twitter at Fired FiredCoachesPod. We appreciate you taking the time to listen. Bonus episode here of the Fired Coaches podcast. We have Mike Shaw back with us, who we spoke to in July, I believe it was, shortly after the announcement of the Isthmus Bowl, which will be taking place this Saturday, November 20th at 3 p.m. at Verona High School, uh, the first annual Culver's Isthmus Bowl that Mike has created here, which will feature a matchup of Wash U from the CCAW, who's currently 7-3, and against UW-River Falls from the WIAC, who is currently 8-2. and uh, finished both their seasons very strong, but just missed out on the NCAA Division III playoff bracket that was announced today. And Mike, I know you've been uh, crazy, and as we just talked briefly before getting on here, things are really nuts right now, huh?
1: Yeah, it's just crazy. Uh, I thought I might have to hire a like a, a phone center for people calling in for tickets. But yeah, I'm really excited about these two teams that qualified are the furthest from Madison. So you got two fan bases that Are willing to travel, which is exciting. We revealed it about an hour hour and a half ago, and um, I've never seen my Twitter ever blow up like this. It's been a whirlwind of 90 minutes of getting ticketing emails left and right, so it's been great though. Great recognition so far.
0: Yeah, it's great. I did a little bit of research into both teams, and um, obviously WashU has a name brand and, you know, the the country um, for what they're known for, but Aaron Mm -hmm. Keen Aaron in the second year there didn't really have a season last year because of COVID. Um, and then Matt Walker, who's in his 11th season at river falls and, um, you know, has been there a long time and he was a head coach at DePaul before that, you know, they've had four win seasons, but never really had a breakthrough year. And obviously one of the toughest leagues in the country. And this year mm-hmm. they've been really, really good. Watched their game against Oshkosh online yesterday and was really impressed. So I think it'll be a great matchup. Um, I know we talked again in July, but how have the last few months of planning gone for you coming up to this Saturday, it's, uh, this is the week that culminates everything.
1: You know, this is kind of like where the, a lot of the big work comes into play, but it's been, it's been incredible experience um, just to follow the conferences. I've always followed division three football, but never this closely. And it, it's just great to see, you know, the dedication of these two leagues are incredible. And I, and I just I'm so excited for these teams, you know, they didn't get called for the bracket reveal and, you know, that stinks, you know, then it's just like, Hey, your season's over better luck next year. And I think this really will revitalize, you know, what the games mean. A lot of the times, like, uh, that Oshkosh river falls game at the end of the year, you know, it might not have meant anything if this is, not it would have been for pride. And, you know, obviously these schools want to, you know, beat each other and have those bragging rights. But I really think that game meant a lot more with this isthmus Bowl in play. Because it gives the the programs something else to play for. Um, I actually just got off the phone with the River Falls coach, and I, I could tell in his voice he was just so excited for his players in the program. And uh, I actually met the uh, WashU coach yesterday in person, and I could tell, you know, pending a bid, I, I couldn't tell them that they got in yet because of, we had to wait um, to see if Wheaton got an at large, and they did. And I could tell that they were excited too, that this is more than just another game it's it's a bowl
0: game it's exciting I think what we talked about just before jumping on here too like you mentioned made a great point you know football is not something you can just continue to do you know once Mm -hmm. it's done for these seniors and obviously experiencing COVID the last year that we all have and just the unknown of like if you'll get another down and now it it ends you're not getting that large which normally would have been like well and your last game was this past Saturday right and you didn't think like that yeah great point so it's, a, it's a, a, a truly great thing, which will, uh, you know, be great for years to come here. Yeah. Obviously, you know, phones are crazy. What do you anticipate this week kind of being like? I mean, obviously, when you announced it, um, I know Football Scoop in the Madison area did some uh, run, running on it. And obviously, as it's gotten closer, there's, there's been more of a buildup. But what do you anticipate kind of this week with things?
1: You know, I, I just sent out my communications to the school's head coach, the AD, and then their uh, SID. So they have all the information they need heading into Madison. Uh, we have a 20-page game day welcome packet that includes all the info they need. Hotel, walk-through schedule, ticketing information, locker room info. Um, it has everything that they need. So this week I anticipate uh, hopefully a lot of ticket orders. That'll be nice. But I just anticipate, you know, a lot of media buzz. You know, I, I Craig Culver is doing the coin toss, and I think that's – just great brand recognition for culverts. And uh, you know, we have other sponsors too, Quick Trip, American Family Insurance, uh, High Sight Enterprises, uh, Madison Partners, Northwestern Mutual. So they're all gonna have a V they're all gonna be in the VIP tent watching the game from the home sideline. Uh, you know the thing that probably bothered me the most was the Big Ten and the Badgers announcing their game at 230, <laughs> which the CCIW commissioner Mo Hardy told me in our meeting this last week, she said, welcome to college athletics. You know, I don't have an event management background. I have no background in sports whatsoever other than playing. And when she told me that I said, you know what? That makes sense. I had a feeling that they were going to do this, but I can tell both fan bases that are playing in this, the bowl game. They don't care what time the Badgers kick off. That was probably the one thing leading up to this is I was like, shoot, but you know, we've already sold you know 400 tickets, and I think the tickets are going to go up.
0: What do you hope uh, players and coaches take away from this game after Saturday kind of ends for you?
1: Like we just talked about, you know, football is a game that, you know, you don't, you, it's just over. You know, you don't know when the last time you're going to put pads on. You know, my last game was 2004, and I never once thought after I hung up my pads that that'd be the last time I'd ever play football. What I want them to take away from this is just remembering such a high quality experience playing in the first bowl game in Wisconsin state history um, and just leaving it all on the field. These are the two teams that get a chance to get that bonus game. You know, you have two teams in each conference that get to play in the national tournament. That's fantastic. These two teams would have been left in the dumps if they weren't playing in this game. So I really want just the coaching staff and the players to just remember just a high quality experience, win or lose and just take it all in. And I hope that this is one of those things that, they can remember and talk about for years to come. Kind of like you and I, you know, talk about memories from our
0: college days. I know when we talked originally and you talked about how this idea kind of came about over the pandemic, looking back to when this all kind of started to where we're at now, what's kind of the biggest hurdle you had to overcome with stuff do you feel like? Early,
1: in the early days of this idea, even before I talked to the conferences, I had a lot of people and, you know, even potential sponsors tell me that you'll never, that'll never get off the ground. You know, you just, I don't think that idea is, you know, worth your time. And I'm one of those people, if you tell me that I can't do something, I'm going to make you change your mind. I've always been, have that, you know, um, that kind of that bullheaded, you know, I'm going to prove you wrong type thing. And this is the first time in my life where I've taken a huge risk because this idea at first was just kind of like, you know, it sounds cool, but you know, we'll pass is what people would say. And then when I got Culver's to sign on, that's, they, were the, they were the ones that really gave me the, what I needed to move forward with this idea. And I'm just kind of, you know, I'm just kind of like finally hitting my stride with this idea. And once we revealed it, I think the teams are just so excited just coming up to the game. So early, the early days, it was, that was the biggest hurdle. It's getting over the people, the naysayers. And then you know, most recently, one of the biggest hurdles is I had to purchase two play clocks because high schools don't have physical play clocks on their fields anymore. And I did not know that until 12 days ago. So I was able to purchase two play clocks and they're going to be on the field. So that's a more recent hurdle. Uh, But in between, haven't had many hurdles other than just wanting to get to game day with, you know, with hopefully, you know, beating COVID protocol, because each school just needs to make sure that they have done whatever they can to to play the next game, right? And both conferences, knock on wood, haven't had any issues.
0: So it's been good. Yeah. I mean, I know you and I both have some experience with division three in the NCAA tournament for hoops, Mm -hmm. but I think that, you know, this is going to be just as big, if not bigger in some ways, not that, you know, teams wouldn't want to be in the NCAA tournament, but again, this whole experience may be something even bigger that, they really can take a lot away from. Where can people kind of look to get tickets? I know you just made a post here probably in the last half hour with gear yep. or any, anything else regarding that for Saturday.
1: Yeah, it's just emailing isthmusbowl at gmail.com. You know, right now our only option is setting aside tickets at will call and that's what we're going to do for now. And then there will be plenty of tickets available on game day. So if people don't get them beforehand, They'll be able to get them when they arrive. Our ticketing gate opens up at 1 p.m. The gates open up at 2 p.m. And then kickoff is at 3 o'clock. There'll be plenty of tickets. I know that there are parents that want to get their tickets. So, you know, we've already sold a couple hundred, which is just incredible. But, you know, we're going to get ticketing orders throughout the week. But if people are worried, I don't know if the game's going to sell out. I have, I want it to but I do hope that people know that the ticket tickets aren't just going to sell out this week. There's going to be plenty of tickets available at the gate that day. Um, tailgating lot opens up at noon. So people are going to have plenty of time to get acclimated to Verona high school. We're going to have all the signage so that people know where to go to find the ticketing gates and you know, the field. I'm not sure if you've seen Verona's field, but it's just, it's just incredible. I've seen, I've,
0: I've seen some of the pictures you posted online and it reminds me of like a, a very nice small division three college football field really in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible.
1: So yeah, that's, that's uh, the ticketing information is just emailing me and, you know, you people are usually right now they're hearing back really quickly because I'm sitting in front of my laptop. Um, but, you know, people will hear back from me within at least, you know, a day to get ticketing info and, and get their tickets set aside.
0: That's great. I'll we'll let you go. I know you're busy. Um, I look forward to attending on Saturday. I think it's just a great thing. Again, our passion both runs very strong for Division Three athletics, mm-hmm. so I think this is going to be an awesome deal. Uh, any closing words you have, or where they can find you on social media?
1: Yeah, it's our, all of our social media platforms—Twitter, Instagram, Facebook—are all at Isthmus Bowl. And if they want to reach out to me for anything pertaining to game day, feel free to have. You can get in touch with me. I, I'm technically a one-man show. I do have over fifty volunteers helping me on game day. A couple of clubs at Verona High School are helping me out, which I'm super excited for because very cool. The culinary, the culinary club at Verona is going to get to serve Craig D, Craig Culver. So I'm, I think they're pretty jacked about that. And then Verona's uh, FFA club is doing the concession stand. So I think when you're there, I'd love to get your feedback too, just because this is my first spout with event management. I've never run a sporting event before in my life. Any feedback you have for me, I will gladly take it. Uh, you'll get a chance to, you know, we are selling apparel. There will be game day apparel available there, but if they want to buy it on the online store, they can too. Online orders do shut down on Tuesday at 9 a.m. So I'm really looking forward to the game and I I really hope both programs are excited about the opportunity.
0: Uh, Looking forward to it, like I said, on Saturday. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just look forward to seeing this thing grow as well down the line too. So Mike, thanks for taking the time and good luck with ticket sales this week. Thank you, Marcus. We'll be in touch.